Hi, I'm Leo Finelli, and you're listening to Generation Change. Last year, I spoke with Sophia Huynh, a slam poet originally from Atlanta, Georgia, and I just recently got the chance to share a convo with her younger sister, Alexandra Huynh. Alexandra is a middle school student, a national art contest winner, and an author. She was featured in the Art Comes Alive program by AIB-TV. Her book, From Tears to the Sea, was the best new release by category on Amazon. You can see her artwork at alexwithstrawberries.com or visit the West Side Market in Midtown Atlanta. I spoke with Alexandra about her book, her paintings, and her environmental activism. Hi. I'm Alex, and I'm from Atlanta, Georgia. Hi, I'm Leo. So I'm really excited about talking to you tonight. Yeah, kind of nervous, but... It, it'll be fine. Yeah. So when did you start painting? I started painting around 6th and 7th grade, but I started drawing and creating art almost from the moment I picked up my first crayon, actually. I think I was four years old, maybe, when my parents realized I had a knack for art. Those were kind of the days when all the kids would go to daycare and they'd start scribbling on their pieces of paper and bring home their drawings and tell this elaborate story about what they meant. And one day I came to my mom with a drawing actually of an ice cream truck who's waiting at a stoplight and most kids, no one could understand their drawings, right? They just looked like scribbles on the paper, but my parents could actually see the drawing really well. And so they thought I had a chance at art and gave me some art teachers to try. I had a lot of fun and I loved art, so I continued to draw. And you've ended up winning multiple national competitions for your paintings. Which competitions? What were they like? My first art competition I participated in in fourth grade, which was River of Words. This competition is mainly focused around elementary, raising awareness about the importance of water and wildlife. I also won awards in competitions like the State Fish Contest, and this I've won a few scholastic awards for paintings of wildlife also. So you can sense a theme there. Yeah, so state fish contest. Does this involve drawing a picture of the state fish of Georgia, which is where you live? Yeah, so this is a national contest. All of these are, some even international. So the state fish contest, actually, they sometimes will give you a list of fish that you can paint or draw. And each fish will be a state fish from one of the states. I believe this year, though, they have freed it to being any fish you would like. Yeah. Well, what fish did you draw? My first time, I chose the paddlefish because I love weird stuff, weird creatures. For example, for my first scholastic submissions, I painted a bald northern ibis which looked completely funky and a white-backed vulture so i don't know what that is 
Yeah. Wait, what is a paddlefish again and why is it weird? A paddlefish has no teeth. Its jaw is almost dislocated looking. Actually, if you look into its mouth, you can see its whole body, almost its intestines. Yeah, it has a very long nose like a paddle, and that's why they call it a paddlefish. I remember my parents would always used to take me to the Chattahoochee Aquarium, which is huge. And I remember that memory of looking in front of the glass and seeing the paddlefish. And I was just in awe because I thought, this looks like a monster. Like, this shouldn't exist on Earth. Yeah. So where do you go to school and what is school like for you? What do you study? I go to the Padea School and I have had the amazing opportunity to work with these great teachers and classmates who have minds alike. Actually, my one of my teachers, we do creative writing and literature and we really focus around poetry and writing. And I think I've learned a lot at school for how to hone in on more detailed poetry, metaphors, similes, stuff like that. Yeah, I'm a writer too. And I've noticed myself become a better writer over time. So tell me about your book from Tears to the Sea, which just came out. What's it about? My book from Tears to the Sea is a picture book about bodies of water. It is meant to teach kids about different types of water and the importance of them. Hopefully they can realize that we wouldn't be able to survive on this planet without it. And where did you get the idea for this book? This was definitely a COVID book. It was the times when we were stuck at home. We had no idea what was happening. We had canned food all in the cabinet. And I didn't really have anything to do the whole summer, even at school. Everything was virtual. So I really needed something to get my hands on, you know, be determined to work on. And I thought, well, why not make a book, right? So much time. And so I took a poem I wrote a long time ago. And for every line, I created a page. So this was a poem you had written years before you did the book? Yeah. So how, how old were you when you did the poem? Fourth grade, I think. Where did you get the idea for this poem when you first wrote it in fourth grade? I remember my teacher, Emily. We all had an assignment to write about some form of wildlife, of course. And I chose to write about water. Poem was titled, I Am. And so every line started with, I am blank. I am blank. And these were all forms of water, bodies of water. And I definitely, it was a little rough. It was fourth grade. So I tailored it to the book to make a pictures book for children. How long did it take you to create the book? It took me about two years. I started this book in 2020 and published it in 2022. But mainly, I only worked over the summer. I didn't have a lot of time during school to work on the collage pieces and my pages. So it took me about three summers to get it published. Yeah. And 
did you think it was going to get published? Or was that like a crazy idea? That was such a crazy idea. I didn't think that was going to happen at all. Sort of dragged along. We have no idea what we're doing. Like, we don't have very artsy or book fan literature people in our house. So we had no idea what we were doing, but rolled with the punches. How did you create the illustrations? I created my illustrations mainly out of paper, collages. But I love to get creative. One minute you could find me like scratching the surface of paper with knives. And the next I'd just be digging through all the delivery boxes, searching for cardboard netting, which I actually used to build a beaver's dam. I used a lot of watercolors to paint my own shades of paper when I wasn't satisfied. And I created lots of texture by using cheap recycled canvas for flamingos and waterfalls or the fringed edges of roadmaps to make a globe. I like the 3D collage art. I always like seeing that. It's really pretty. It really feels immersive. Yeah, I, I had a lot of fun with it too. I thought maybe it would be a bit different. Jump out of the regular collage paper instead. Did you make all the illustrations out of sustainable materials? Yeah, for the most part. A lot of this is recycled stuff I could find in my house or even in the trash and had a lot of fun with it. So, so you actually dug around with the trash? Yeah, we would have uh, recycling trash cans or before my parents could throw away all the Amazon boxes, I would look into the packaging fold. So you went to local bookstores in Atlanta to promote your book. What was that like? Actually, it taught me that marketing can be really hard. You know, instead of hiding behind a screen, waiting for your books to be bought online, you got to shake hands with people and say, this is my book. Will you please buy it? You kind of have to put yourself out there. You know, some days you can be selling 20 books an hour and sometimes you're selling none. And you've talked to other people about it? Yeah, definitely. I think a lot of people were very welcoming with my first children's book. You know, they let me have chances even in the first place to be in festivals or small town markets where I could sell my book there. There is a small Virginia Highlands street market where you can sell, see people selling honey, vegetables, new music albums, whatever. I actually got one of those spots at the kids booth for a while, which is really fun. Some places at the library. A little shop of stories gave me a chance. And even the bookstore down in Pond City Market, I stayed there for a couple hours once. And how have you seen your book making an impact? I really hope it teaches people a little bit, sends the message to young readers about water conservation, or maybe inspires some people to put out their writing or even publish their own books at a younger age, maybe. Yeah. And you donated all the proceeds of your book to Waterkeeper Alliance. What is Waterkeeper Alliance? Yeah, Waterkeeper Alliance is an international nonprofit. It's working to protect the clean waters, and you can even become a waterkeeper.
on Waterkeeper Alliance to help the environment. They have a website? Yes. Okay, are there any other nonprofits you've donated to or worked with? This is a very common one. I've worked with Trees Atlanta before and went to local libraries to donate my book or even have events with kids where we just made art or read poetry. And what are these events like? They're really fun, actually. I think all the kids are really bright, even from young age. I love to see their collages at the end of the work events. And they're always very curious to know more. And besides drawing and writing, what else do you like to do in your spare time? Kind of a eclectic bunch. I love to do all the arts, you know, listen to music, sing dance. I love doing any sport, even if I suck at it. What's next for you? Are you going to write or publish any more books? Actually, my mom and I are working on publishing a foreign language poem book because she does speak Chinese and I'm also working on that. I think it's a great start for a lot of kids out there because there aren't a lot of books with peeing on it. A form of translated Chinese, basically. You might see with accents on the top of vowels. Helps people who read English, I guess, read Chinese better, yeah. Is there anything else you'd like to talk about? I think my parents really helped me through this process, especially, you know, publishing and getting everything intact, sort of. They're amazing. Yeah, I know. They've been really supportive. So, I know you were nervous, but I enjoyed having this interview with you. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Not everyone Alex's age has written and published a book, but the whole story of how it came together was brilliant. An old poem written in school a couple years earlier turned into a beautiful and impactful little book during the COVID lockdowns. I imagine a lot of us found new ways to get creative during that time, and this podcast actually started as one of my COVID projects. All my podcast guests are amazing, but Alex especially reminds me of myself because I also started writing and creating at a young age. When she told me about the paddlefish, I remembered how I used to always go to the zoo in Columbia, South Carolina, where I lived. I would look at the animals and I would press my face up to the glass or to the railing to get a closer look. And like Alex, I still enjoy telling stories about my experiences, and I imagine Alex has a lot more stories to tell in her future. You can find Alex's book, From Tears to the Sea, on Amazon, and you can learn more about Waterkeeper Alliance at waterkeeper.org. If you'd like to recommend someone you know who is trying to make a difference to be on the show, or if you are someone trying to make a difference and would like to be on the show, email us at generationchange at leofinelli.com. Please follow us on Twitter and Instagram at genchangewithlf. That's at genchangewithlf. Follow and review wherever you get your podcasts, and just share this with your friends and others. 
Generation Change with Leo Finelli is hosted by Leo Finelli, executive produced by Julie Finelli, and edited by Nick and Leo Finelli. Our original music was composed and performed by Leo Finelli. Thank you so much for listening.